Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We are the ministry for such a time as this. We are back again for another episode of our weekly podcast. <clears throat> On last week, we had mentioned that we would be moving to Thursday night. However, <clears throat> we failed to remember last week that Thursday, this coming Thursday is actually Thanksgiving. So we actually decided to go ahead and have our podcast for tonight. Um, Effective next week, we will be moving to Thursday night. But tonight we wanted to come with the Thanksgiving edition of For Such a Time as This. We wanted to come and talk about thankfulness and thanking God for all that he has done, all that he's doing, and all that he is yet going to do. I don't know about you, but I do want somebody to know that God has much more in store for you. One thing we ought to do is be thankful for the things that God has done, that he is doing, and that he is yet going to do. Again, as always with me, Reverend John Mason, I'm Reverend G. Lewis Timber. We are a portion of For Such a Time as This. And as always, we're going to ask Reverend Mason, if he would, to lead us in the prayer. And we will seek to see what God has to say through us and to us, or to us and through us on tonight. Reverend Mason. Father, we're coming for you right now in the name of Jesus. And yes, Lord. I just want to say thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Uh, you've watched over us and yes, made sure, Lord, that we made it to such a time as this. Yes, Lord. Uh, so tonight, Father, we, we just want to be a blessing to someone. Uh, as we expound on your word tonight, Father, we pray as always that someone uh, will be changed, Father. Yes, Lord. Uh, Mostly that someone would be saved, Father, by yes, Lord. Word. Yes, Lord. So, Father, give us wisdom, that yes, Lord, and understanding uh, that we can share your word the way you 
want it to be shared. Yes, Lord. Uh, to where lives will be changed. Yes. Uh, we thank you for it right now. Thank you, God. We just believe it's done. Yes. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. 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 It is almost Thanksgiving, Reverend Mason. Yes, sir. And this is that time of year that we set aside a, a day to just be thankful for the things of God, from God, and just be thankful for the things that we have in life, thankful for the people we have in our lives. And it's sad that we, it's, it's good, but it's sad <clears throat> that we set aside a day to be, you know, to show our appreciation and our thanksgiving. Because if the truth be told, every day is a day of thanksgiving. Amen. <laughs> every day we ought to be grateful and thankful to God for everything that he's done for us. Every day we ought to start our day, go throughout the day, and end our day telling God thank you for the things he has done. That's true. My mother taught me a long time ago, Reverend Mason. She taught us that people don't have to be nice. And they certainly don't have to be nice to you. And when somebody is nice to you, the least you can do is tell them thank right, you. That's true. Just tell them thank you. It, it doesn't take long to say thank you. Um, somebody do something for you. Somebody go out their way. They commit an act of kindness for you, your family, your loved ones. Just say thank you. That, that, that doesn't hurt to be a person uh, of gratitude, a person that appreciates somebody doing something for him that they don't have to do. It's true. I'm reminded that where I am now and as some people say, I'm not where I want to be or I should be. <laughs> but thank God I'm not where I used to be. Now, we can break that down at another time. <laughs> but I'm truly grateful for where I am. I'm thankful for everything that God has done, is doing, and is yet going to do. I'm thankful that it could be different. It's true. Um it could be a lot worse than it is. It could be better. But I'm thankful for where 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 I am right now. Right. And we'll get into this a little later. Um, to be thankful simply means to express gratitude and appreciation. And every day of our lives, we should be doing that. Every day of our lives, we ought to tell God how thankful we are and sometimes people will be like well you don't know how bad I got it 
<laughs> how bad I'm having it or you don't know what's going on in my life. And while that is true, that I do not know. But one thing I do know is regardless of how it is in your life, somebody else has it worse. And somebody would love to trade their worst for your bad just to get some relief. It's true. I mean, when you look at it, most of us have homes to go to, beds to sleep in, clothes to wear, food to partake of. Sometimes we can go to the refrigerator, eat whatever we want to, when we want to. And there are those that don't have that privilege. Most of us have heat, heated homes, air-conditioned homes. And then there are those that live outside in the cold, in the rain, sleep up on the cardboard. Most of us now have, <clears throat> excuse me, we can go to our closet, pick out what we want to wear. And, and I'm sorry, I probably get in trouble here. There's a whole lot of women. There's some brothers too that ain't got but two feet and countless pairs of shoes. We got, as the title says, we have so much, so much to be thankful for. Go ahead, Mason. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, I think first of all, uh, as I say, giving thanks, you know, I think about uh, David who said, uh, uh, what shall I render? <laughs> you know, under God, he, he recognized that uh, first thanks always goes to God first. Uh, when when you realize everything that you have, even the very breath that we breathe comes from God. Uh, one of the things I've, I've always said uh, is this right here. If you woke up this morning, Ooh. then you have to understand that everything else that you might have planned for that day. It's not going to take place not until you wake up. Because nothing else gets started <laughs> until you wake up. So if you just praise God and just thank God all week long, all day long, just for waking you up, hey, that's enough. That's enough. But look at all the other added benefits that he's going to add in throughout the course of the day. And so if you recognize him, first of all, and, and and it won't be hard for you to give him thanks for all those other things if you first recognize how very important that it is that he woke you up. Mm. Because it's people laying in the grave right now. My, my. That laid down last night. Watch yourself. Watch they yourself. Can't say that. Watch yourself. But as always, uh, since we've never been dead before, 
we, we don't know how to thank him for being alive. My God. And the dead can't speak for us. But it always seems like that's that's the way it is. Seems like we we have to go through something first or lose something first <laughs> before we can know how to give him thanks for it. Somebody said it, uh, you never miss your water. Till your well. Till your well runs dry, you know. Well, uh, I already know that I'll miss my water if my well runs dry. So I'm trying to do what I can do to keep the well from running dry. <laughs> You you just said something and I'm dressed like this <clears throat> because I just left a funeral. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> here in Charlotte, where we are right now, some family is suffering right now. Exactly. And this is due to a recent tragedy that just happened mm -hmm. earlier today. Two people in a helicopter crashed. Right. Both of them left, lost their lives. And they were just praising the pilot because of how he kept the helicopter from hitting traffic on a busy interstate. Right. But right now, two people that woke up this morning mm -hmm. who probably had thoughts of enjoying Thanksgiving, kicking back, eating some turkey, some yeah. cranberries, some stuffing, you know, all the fixes that go with, oh, yeah. exactly. with Thanksgiving. They're gone. Right. And a family or families are suffering right now. Mm -hmm. The family that I just left earlier was a close-knit family. They would always get together and decide whose house we're going to have Thanksgiving at, how we're going to do, what we're going to do, who's going to do what. Yeah. They're hurting right now because a family member's gone. That's true. And every year, at this time, folks start leaving right yeah. around the holidays. Right. And the truth of the matter is, a lot of us that are left behind aren't grateful that we're still here. It's true. We have this discussion from time to time that every year, and if you could pull up those numbers, it would be appreciated. Every year has this number of people mm -hmm. that die. But watch this. Every year, we're not in the number. It's true. That's enough to tell God thank you for and if the truth be told all of us have a lot to thank God for now I need to take a turn right here and I'm going to get to our scripture that we're going to use but for those of us that are still here we need to be praying for some folks that have lost loved ones because this time of year is really hard for some people whose loved ones aren't here. Right. To see two daughters and a son lay their mother to rest today. To leave that funeral and to drive by a graveyard where another person was being entombed. Somebody's hurt. 
people are hurting. So, and, and you know, God is so good to us, Mason. It's true. That a lot of times we take him for granted. He's so good to us that we just automatically presume and think in our minds that what he did for us the day before, he's going to automatically do again the next day. <laughs> and you just said it. Somebody laid down last night. It's true. They're not here right now. As we just saw a few hours ago, somebody woke up this morning and they're not here right now. Right. Some people go throughout the whole day and don't tell God thank you. It's true. And it's, it's, it's in God, We, as the scriptures say, we live, we move, and we have our being. We get up and I go. We go to our jobs, and the scripture says it's Him that gives us power to get wealth. Right. But we tend to overlook the things that God do for us. Yeah. We tend to overlook how good He is to us, and sometimes how we just constantly mistreat him but he constantly looks out for us yeah he is take it for a, granted yeah we do lord knows we take him for granted and it's sad that we take god for granted like that it's sad that we just can't say god i thank you we get up every day. We breathe his air. We move by his power. We eat his food. We go to his jobs. We leave his houses. Mm -hmm. We get in his cars. But we can't say thank you. Right. <laughs> we tend to forget about God. We tend to forget that it's because of him that these eyes woke up, opened up this morning. Yeah. yeah. It's because of him that I can put one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. It's because of him that my family members are still with us. It's true. Maybe in a little pain, may not feel the best. But I hear Paul saying, the sufferings of this world <laughs> preachy, I better stop. <laughs> <laughs> he said, the sufferings of this world do not compare mm -hmm. to the glory that shall be revealed in us. Yes, sir. Who is sir? I have a clue. Um, you was asking me before uh, about you know when we when we look at uh how many people actually die i tell you a story um when i used to drive a truck when the holidays was coming up i think it was uh labor day mm -hmm. and uh talking to one of the other truck drivers and i i asked him what he was gonna do for the holiday he said ah oh, man no big deal you know it's just like any other day, you know, I figured we'd probably cook out and, you know, hang around and stuff, you know, uh, just like any other day. 
said, okay. And what he didn't know that the uh, about a few weeks previously, I had been looking just out of curiosity, just to see uh, how many people actually died in the United States uh, every year. And I think back then it was like maybe two million, two and a half, something like that. You know? And uh, that was an eye opener to me because I got to thinking, I'm like, okay, two and a half million people in the United States every year. Just in the United States. Yeah, just in the United States, not in the world, just in the United States. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm like, okay. So that means that every time 365 days roll by, I have a birthday, I have an anniversary, uh, my wife has a birthday, uh, my kids have their birthday, uh, we see all the holidays that come around and we get to see them. I say, so that means I beat the statistics. Statistics say two and a half million have left here and I'm still here. Still in the number. Now we, we're not talking about a little handful of people. Two and a half million. We're saying two and a half million. Now, you can't say that too fast. You got to kind of like let that sink in a little bit. <laughs> See, that's what we tend to do. We tend to miss stuff. You know, we like, have you ever just stopped and just counted two and a half million people that left here? And this was a uh, some I forgot how many years ago this was, but statistics have changed now. Right, it's even higher now than what it was back then. And so when you look at two and a half million, I'm like, it's a lot of people. And death has been real close to me. Watch out now. Almost close to me all that time. Watch out now. But it's killed me came and got some of my relatives, some of my cousins, <laughs> some of my uncles, some of my aunts, some associates that I knew, people that I talked to today, and a week later or a few days later, they gone. And that close, death is that close to me, and it skipped me, left me here for another year. Now, the thing is, if it missed you last year, what guarantee do you have that it won't miss you this year? Because it's going to get its number. And we're talking about two and a half million back then. But I was looking at the statistics now. Um, this is 300 and, well, 3,383,729. That's what I just pulled up. Now, I, what guarantee do we have? Now, see, we, we, we play along or we play around with death. Because for some reason, we think three, what's that? That's almost four million. Almost four million. Three and a half million people. Three and a half million. 
and we think that we won't be in that number. But that's just in the United States. Yeah, I agree. That's just in the United States. We tend to take waking up every day, as you said, for granted. Right. We think it's something that's going to automatically happen. Yeah. yeah. We, we think that because we woke up today, we're going to wake up tomorrow. And if we wake up tomorrow, watch it. Today is, and this is a, just a phrase, the eve of Thanksgiving Eve. Right. There's no guarantee that even though we're here today, we're going to be here for Thanksgiving. It's true. My old pastor used to say, every year has its number. Yeah. And every year again, we're not in the number. It's true. Every year has a set number for people to die. And every year, God allows us to stay here. Yeah. That's enough to tell God thank you for that. That's why we ought to tell him thank you every day we wake exactly. But you know what? That's that's only if we believe that it's God that's the one that's waking us up. See, if we think that we're in control that when we lay down at night, we wake ourselves up because, oh, yeah, all I do is set the alarm clock. And once it goes off, I get up in the morning and uh, I go along with my plans for the day. Whatever I plan, that's what I do. OK, and so I'm, I'm I'm the one Okay. that wakes me up. I'm the one that's going to work this job every day and making this money and providing for my family and putting a <clears throat> a roof over my head and uh, driving a nice car I have and having a nice bank account. I'm the one that does that. Just tell me somebody else. Tell me who else doing it. But if I'm not the one doing it, then who else doing it? But I like what Minister Rivers just said here. It's on the screen. She said, just because you set the alarm clock tonight don't mean you're going to be able to wake up and turn it off in the morning. In him, we live, we move, we have our being. I don't care what people think they're doing. The truth of the matter is, without God, and he said, without me, you can do nothing. It's true. So just because people don't honor him, don't mean that he doesn't deserve, excuse me, to be honored. True. Song we were listening to, and we don't own the rights to it. Right. But we got so much to be thankful for. Yes, sir. Every breath we make, we take, that's enough to be thankful for. I agree. Every step we make, uh, to see our loved ones, not to get that phone call that somebody died overnight. To leave, somebody say, getting in your car, leaving and coming back to your house. Some mm-hmm. people don't understand how much of a blessing that is right there. Exactly. Because somebody tried it and they didn't make it back home. True. Just for your house not to be broken in at night. <clears throat> That's a blessing. I agree. For the thief to thieves will break into your neighbor's house 
mm-hmm. but not break into yours. That's a blessing. It's true. To see your loved ones six feet above ground instead of six feet under. That's a blessing. <laughs> but those of you all that are married, to hear your spouse say good morning in the morning, that's a blessing. To hear the pitter-patter of feet running around and moving around the house, that's <clears throat> that's a blessing. We, we take too much for granted. We think, I hate to say this, but it's like we think God owes us something. <laughs> and it's the inverse. And you know, I, I say this quite frequently <laughs> about folk going to church. And I'm going to turn this curve and then get away from it. But God will show up at our house seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Some of us won't go to his house one day a week just to tell him thank you. God doesn't owe us anything. It's true. We owe him everything. And you say it often. He paid a debt he didn't owe. Because we owe a debt we couldn't pay. It's true. And some folks are too selfish. Too self-absorbed. Thinking I did this. Self-made millionaires. But the problem with that is you're not self-made. True. Mom and daddy made you by the grace of God. Right. That's your first problem. Millionaire, if God didn't give you the strength, as the words say, he gives us power to get well. If he didn't give you that power, then you didn't make it. Without him, you can't you can't do anything. Right. And we won't even tell him like, two words. You know what I hate to hear is somebody say thank you and they don't mean it. You could have kept that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you could have kept that. T- t- saying thank you and you don't mean it. God deserves for us every day, multiple times a day. Yeah. Some people, I remember one time, excuse me, I was standing in line at McDonald's and and sometimes I get frustrated with it, but I sit back and I look at it. They only had one cashier and a long line of people. Right. And the man in front of me was just going off and he was just talking crazy like, why they got this? And they need, they see all these people, blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. He turned around and looked at me and he said, man, they can do it. I said, sir, the way I look at it, I said, God may be allowing me to be held up here so I can miss some kind of tragedy out there. That's right. <laughs> he didn't like that. He couldn't handle that. He couldn't handle that <laughs> Sometimes God will delay you yeah. to protect you. That's true. Sometimes You'll get in the car. Man, I forgot something. Yeah. Hate to go in there and turn that alarm off. Go back in the house. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that time that you're doing this, you allowed some danger to pass when you were getting ready to go. It's true. God got a way we don't understand, but God's way is perfect in every way. Right. 
And even when we don't understand what we're going through, mm-hmm. we still ought to tell him thank you. It's true, because he knows. Yeah, right, he knows. <laughs> Somebody said his vision makes provision good. Gracious of mine. Like that. His vision makes provision. Because he knows what's best for me. Right. Right. I think I know what's best for me. But he knows what's best for me. <laughs> and, and, and that's all it is. My best interest in heart. I'm all right. Go ahead. Exactly. And I just say that's all that's all that matters is 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 that right there. Um you know what he wants from us is Bible says over in Colossians, uh the first chapter. I think it's around the 18th verse where he talks about how uh, God wants to have preeminence in in our lives. Watch out now, watch out. uh, He wants to have first place. First place? Uh, So don't put nothing before? He can put nothing before him. Uh, Well, he's already explained that over in the book of Exodus when it comes down to the Ten Commandments. Uh, We're not supposed to have any other gods before him. But can I, what if I'm trying to further my education you can refer the education is okay uh just got to remember to put god first but what did they want me to work on sunday well you still put god first what if my family don't necessarily need me but just want me to be somewhere okay you put god first uh you know exactly what god has called you to do um and, and God honors family, you know, he, he honors family. He, uh, when we understand God's hierarchical order, you know, when we understand his order, we'll look at it and say, okay, uh, I think it's in First uh, Corinthians chapter nine, uh, where he talks about God's hierarchical order. It's God first, Jesus Christ, man, woman, and children. And so anytime you uh, get that order out of order, (laughs) (laughs) then you're going to have a problem because you're not putting God first. Um, And and that's one of the things we have to understand. If if it it doesn't matter what happens in life, and those are where, where the strongest tests come from uh, for us because we got a lot of things that that are so dear to us and mean so much to us to where, and we shouldn't even have to decide who we're going to put first, who we're going to serve first. Um, when you know what God expects of us, it's like, okay, you're looking at how God blesses you. You know, and as we say, how you woke up this morning and how he blessed you with a job. You know, you're not homeless and you got clothes on your back and food to eat. Look at how much excess you got to uh, inside of your home. You know, you can go straight to the refrigerator and, and get food uh, out of the refrigerator. Some of us got freezers. Maybe two or three freezers in the house. You know, where we got food to last us for the next six, eight months or so. 
And uh, when you look at how God has blessed you like that, and when He, when you look at other people who don't have as much as you do, then it's like, why don't you can't offer Him thanks? See, if we, I had some friends that that went to. Uh, Got what country was it was a third world country uh -huh. over in the middle east okay and they uh said when they saw these people and the way that they were living somebody one of the people uh, or one of the persons that they were talking to made a statement to them said that the people in america are very selfish uh -uh. say they're selfish and, and what they were saying was, is that um, when you look at the way that they're living, that we really don't appreciate what we have. Because those people, were, and one of the things we have to understand is that those people there uh, in those third world countries, whenever we pray the prayer, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Well, that's the truth. That's a true statement for them. Right. Because they don't have the refrigerators. They don't have the freezers where they've got food stored up for the next few months. And when they say, Lord, give us this day our daily bread, they have to actually go out every single day and get bread. And get bread. That's the only way they can live. See, we don't know nothing about that. You know, and, and, and for that person to make that statement and say we're selfish, well, we can't help but to be selfish for the simple reason we've always had. We ain't have to go out. This is not too many people. It may be a serious, but there's not a lot of people that have to go out every day and try to find their daily bread. Because most of us got some type of money or some job or something to wear. We eat every day. Some of us even eat maybe two or three meals a day. And we don't have to go out every day and look for our food. But see, it's hard for us to relate to people like that in the third world countries who have to go out and get their bread every day when we're used to getting three meals a day. Day after day after day. We can't relate to them. You know why? Because we've never been there. Somebody made a statement years ago and said, well, how do you know or how can you tell me where I'm coming from? Never been. If you've never been there. And saying if we've never been there, we can't relate to that because right. we've never been there. Right. And so we, of all people, when we look at these other countries, which is a good thing to do because it will remind you how blessed of you how blessed you are. You know. Um, I think it was a song by Walter Hawkins years ago called Be Grateful. She said, you should be grateful for one reason, because there's someone else. There's worse off. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's why we're, we're complaining not, ought not be our norm. Nah. Complaining ought not be in... I know some people... Like sometimes you just want to vent. Sometimes I'll call you, express what I'm going through. You may yeah. do the same thing. Right. We're not complaining, we're venting. Some people just want to complain exactly. about stuff. Exactly. But we have it good. Mm -hmm. 
Because as you just said, that's why I was saying earlier, somebody would love to trade your bad for their worst. Exactly. exactly. Because they would get a break. Be, a lot of people don't have an attitude of gratitude. It's true. Uh, Passive. Reverend Brossowell. So he walks around with his gratitude list in his wallet. Just the things <laughs> he's grateful for. All right. We ought to be grateful for life. Yeah, you may be hurting. Be grateful that you can feel the pain. Mm-hmm. That ain't where I want to be. Be grateful you're still here. Right. Because you could be further back than where you are. Right. Be grateful for the times that you have with loved ones, the memories you get to make. My my children are hours away from me. Right. And when I get to go there because of schedules and jobs and responsibilities I have here, and they're, mm-hmm. they're young women now, so they're not children. Right. But I'm grateful for that time I get to spend with them. And, and because there's such a distance between us, I'm grateful for things like social media where I can pick up the phone and see them anytime. Exactly. Some people be like, well, you don't know what I'm going through. Okay. You don't know how I got it. But Paul says, in everything, yeah. give thanks. It's true. true. Not some things. Not a few things, not the good things, not sweet things, not special things, not savory things, not things that you like, but in everything. Right. That's, I think a synonym for everything would be all. Which means, even if you look it up in the Greek and the Hebrew and the Aramaic and Latin, all. still be all. Still be all. <laughs> All is all, all inclusive is and none exclusive. Still all. Still all. Still all. And yeah. it always will be all. Mm-hmm. In everything, give thanks. Just stop right there because you say sometimes folk run past stuff too much. Right. Too fast. Now, the one thing he said there was in everything, he didn't say for everything. Right. Right. I can be thankful in despite of the four. Mm-hmm. I can be thankful with what I'm going through regardless of what I'm going through. Right. One of the biggest tests for in everything give thanks is death. Yeah. <laughs> mother just died. How are you going to tell me to be thankful? Be thankful for the time that you have. Right. Be thankful for what she taught you. Be thankful for what she instilled in you. Right. Be thankful for the values she left you. Now watch this. We didn't have a good relationship. Be thankful for how she taught you not to do certain things. Exactly. Don't go and repeat that. You can learn something from anybody. It's true. You can learn from everybody. Uh, my old pastor back at Oklahoma pastors, Holy United Church Ricky Pat he says as a pastor I haven't learned everything to do but I sure have learned what not to do it's true you can always learn exactly Exactly. it depends on how you look at a situation Mm -hmm. 
how you look at a circumstance, how you look at a dilemma. Lessons can be taught in any kind of, I mean, in many kind of ways. Right. I'm thankful for all my heartaches, my headaches, my bruises, and everything. Mm-hmm. Because they taught me something. Exactly. Now, I hear people say, I don't regret nothing in life that I've done. So basically, if you don't regret it, you're okay with it. I can't make that statement because there's a lot of... The one thing I regret is a multiplicity of things. And that is how I mistreated Christ growing up. It's true. I regret treating him like I did. So if it's I, I can't I can't get along with that. I don't regret nothing, have no regrets. Without the grace of him, the life that I used to live could have put me in hell. It's true. So I'm regretful of the fact that I lived in such a way that was dangerous to my own well-being. But watch this, I'm thankful for his mercy (laughs) (laughs) that kept me while I was living like I was living. Exactly. I'm thankful that he didn't call my, watch this, I'm thankful that I wasn't in in those numbers back then. (laughs) I'm thankful I'm still here. I'm thankful that I never took my own life when I contemplated it one time. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Reverend Tillman contemplated taking his own life long time ago because he was in so much pain. I'm thankful that God wouldn't let me do that. And see, I'm going to turn the corner and then I'm going to come back here. It's a lot of people in the church that are hurting. There's a lot of people that are suicidal. It's true. Because they have nobody to talk to. They keep it through themselves. And the devil just keeps messing with them. But the grace and mercy of God keeps them here. Yes, sir. And they ought to be grateful and appreciative to God that he has not allowed them to do what the devil would take pleasure in. It's true. I am so thankful for God. I'm thankful that he didn't come off that cross. Yeah. <laughs> they were hollering at him. If you are who you say you are, come down and save yourself. They said it three times, Mason. Even the thief that ended up being justified on the cross said it previously. See, they don't understand. That's why people need to get in a good Bible teaching church under yeah. somebody that studies the word. That word save that they were saying, save yourself. Yeah. It meant to be in harm or in danger. Yeah. Jesus wasn't in harm or in danger. He was in fulfillment. It's true. <laughs> he was it's right true. where he was supposed to be. Exactly. Doing what he was supposed to be doing. That's true. And had he come down from the cross, you and I would have been in trouble. We would want that to be in harm. So I'm thankful. Oh, Lord, help me. I'm thankful he didn't come down. I'm thankful he knew who he was. Right. And that's something that people don't know sometimes, who they are or whose they are. Right. Tell people, you can't mess with me without messing with my God. It's true. You better leave me alone. 
How you put that? Uh uh-uh, I ain't gonna go there. Somebody might steal it. All right, I mean, we'll, we'll put say, that on the we'll put a patent on yeah, first. We'll put a patent on it first. Because <laughs> somebody will try to steal that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I'm thankful for so much, Mason. Yeah. I don't deserve to be here. Nobody listening to us right now deserves to be here. Right. And everybody listening to us ought to just tell God thank you. Because mm-hmm. he did what he didn't have to do, but he had to do it. <laughs> right. It's true. You know, and, and we look at our, our scripture for tonight where he talks about in everything give thanks. Uh, we got to understand that the Bible is not a book of suggestions. Oh, man. But it's a book of commands. Yes, sir. And he's commanding us to give thanks. Right. He's not suggesting it. He's not saying, well, you know, if you feel like it, you know, just yeah. go ahead and give thanks got, to God. You ain't know? got nothing else to do. Exactly. Because exactly. when you you look up the definition there of things uh, of what I was looking in the Greek. He says you it's you you are basically commanded to give a thanks of return. See if God has blessed you, then you got you got you obligated to thank him for doing what he's done. See that that's that's a command. See, it's like, okay, uh, I'm not forcing you to do it. Give you the opportunity. Yeah, I'm giving you an opportunity. But it's like he gives all of us the opportunity. You know, he he commands us to do certain things, but it's up to us whether or not we obey the command. Is he worthy of the command? I, I, I like what Kirk Franklin said in the song, uh, uh, the name of Jesus. Uh, something about the something name about the name of Jesus. Sweetest name I know. Yeah, he said that. Uh, one of the lines he said in there was that uh, we take for granted our health, or we take for granted health until it's our health. Right. You know, and, and see when things hit us personally, <laughs> then that's when we wake up. And when the doctor says, well, uh, I'm sorry to give you this news, but you got four-stage cancer and um, you only have about two weeks to live. What happens then? We go to talking to God. Yes, sir. And one of the reasons we do that, because really deep down inside all the time, we already know that what we should be doing is talking to God. Talking to God, exactly. <laughs> and see, I say this: some people don't need God till they need they God. Need God, exactly. They don't need Him till they, they need. need him. Him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then that's when they need Him. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and God has a way of getting you to talk to Him. Yes, He does. Uh, he, he knows exactly what to do. Won't he do it? In order to get you there. Yes, he will. And think about it now. And once we do that, we'll find out that that was the best thing that we could have done. And we should have been doing it all the time. But it takes a disturbance sometimes 
to disturb us out of the uh, I guess the routine that we're we're just so busy to where you know the last thing we're thinking about is, is God. But as soon as a tragedy happens, first thing we think about, first thing we think about is God. <laughs> is God? Because can't nothing else help you uh, help you in that time of tragedy? You have to ask. Him. You 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 have to turn to where you know you're gonna get some help. Who else can you go to? That's true, and that's what David said. So he looked into the hills from which comes his help. Cause what? All his help. Come from the come Lord. from the Lord. He said, well, he could have said all his help comes from somewhere. He didn't say that. All of it comes from the Lord. And so, since it all comes from the Lord, he should be the first one that we thank for everything. Um, a few weeks ago, there was a uh, young lady, uh, you know, that's been in the news for a long time. You know. Um, think every day because of that tragedy that happened to her to um, make people think every single day about their own child uh, how God protects us mm -hmm. each and every day you know when we don't know where they are um, if something was to happen God I thank you yeah, then we think about how bad that would be so you you can think about the family that's going through that right now you know and we um, you know love the two you know basically just pray for someone like that you right. know um, couldn't imagine that's going on you know uh, with yourself uh, but that's something that they're experiencing right now and uh <laughs> I seen where her father was a, uh, I think both of them were, were Christians and all, you know, her parents. And uh, even even if you're a Christian. It still hurts. Yeah, still hurt when you go through something like that. Losing uh, a child always hurts. Exactly. Child leaving before parents. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we talked about the struggle is real, but pain is real too. Yes, it is. It comes with that. Um, but, you know, we, we and that, that's one of those things that we uh, have to give thanks in everything. And yeah. Like you say, in everything. In everything. Not for. Not for everything. everything. And why right. should we do it? What was it says? For this is the will of God. Right. In Christ Jesus. It's true. Concerning you. Exactly. Christians are supposed to be different. It's true supposed to handle things differently. And as you were just talking about that situation, I was reminded of this lady that I used to go to church with. And every now and then, and you know how you know just certain people's voice, mm -hmm. she just uttered these four words, Lord, I thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, I thank you. And as the song say, we got so much it's true. to thank God for you know that that's one of the hardest things to do um is say lord i thank you in tough times oh man uh when you're actually going through the journey or the situation you know and the situation is so real 
that you can't deny it. You're actually going through it. And so to be hurting and to be uh, in, in a situation where your car can be repossessed or your, your house can be foreclosed on, or you don't know where your next meal is coming from. Hard and, and to, hard to say thank you. Exactly. It's hard to say thank you because the situation seems like that is bigger. Now, this this is kind of the way we look Seems at. like. Yeah, seems like. We don't clear Than the gods, you say. Exactly. Because the problem is so insurmountable, you're like, okay, God, I know about you. I say you come through in immediate, you know, in exactly. the in the quickness, in the immediacy. If that, I mean, right. I mean, I've just seen you do it, and and when it don't get done, how is it easy to say, Lord, thank you for this? Well, how is it easy to say, Lord, thank you for this, when the repossession of the house takes place, and the repossession of the car takes place, and the loss of the job? takes place and you don't have either one right now you knew it was threatening at first that it could happen now the reality now the reality of it is that it did it happen. did happen I, you was probably it's easier to say lord i thank you when it's threatening that it might happen but how much easier is it to say once it happens is it hard to say of course it's hard to say you gonna be like they just took my house thank you lord again you ain't being thankful for the thing you're being thankful in spite of the thing because if god allowed you to go through that there's a reason right and if he allowed you to bring go through it that that's a fate that's a show enough faith test right there and so the scripture still stands when he says, my God shall supply all, all your needs. But it didn't say when he was going to do the supply, mm-hmm. which goes back to faith. Sure. See, a lot of times we talk the talk, but faith is an action word. Has to be tried. Right. Yeah. And faith that can't be tested is faith that can't be trusted. True. And how do you please God? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And remember, so, Rome, go ahead. So, now, so God will allow God will allow situation to come because up. He's bigger than a repossessed car. Right. He's bigger than a foreclosed house. Mm-hmm. He's bigger than a job. When you got that car, you went looking. Sometimes it's a test. How do people think that homeless people feel? It's true. Can you imagine the homeless people calling on God to get them out of that situation? Yeah. How do you think the mother that's sleeping in a car with her child feels? It's a test. That's why we ought not ever, those of us that are blessed, mm-hmm. we ought not ever complain. It's true. We ought not. We got so much be thankful for. To be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Seen a homeless guy one time um, uh, down here on Moorhead Street. Um, see, me and my wife were going somewhere down off of Moorhead Street. Come off 77, 
off the ramp there. Uh, and we was gonna make a right turn and go up uh, Moorhead Street. There was a homeless guy right there in front of us under the bridge and had a sign at, and the sign said, uh, be thankful to God for all things. He's homeless now. Had a grocery cart where he had the sign in and I guess everything that he owned was in that grocery cart. And here it is. He don't have anything. And he's got a sign up telling you to be thankful. So a person would look at him and say, what does he got to be thankful for? He's homeless. Don't know where his next meal coming from. You know, it's cold. He's out and, you know, don't have a roof over his head. But what does he have to thank, be thankful for? Well, one of the things he can be thankful for is that he's alive. And then there's always a chance or an opportunity that God will work out his situation. Yes, sir. That was a, uh, I tell this right quick. Um, I heard about a, uh, uh, this young man uh, who always wanted this this nice hamburger. He had never had a hamburger before. And uh, he went in the store, ordered the hamburger, came back out. And uh, as he walked out, he found out that his shoe was untied. So he stooped down, laid his sandwich down, his hamburger down, while he tied his shoe. Little dog ran back, <laughs> grabbed his hamburger, and ran off with him. And uh, somebody shouted at him and said, hey, the dog got your hamburger. The dog got your hamburger. And he was like, yeah, but I'm still thankful. Say, thankful for what? He said, because I still have my taste buds and the desire to want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't have a hamburger, that I, st I, I still want to. He said, I'm still here. Right. I can try this one again. There you go. I, I don't know if people can hear it, but in the background, I'm playing a song by one of my favorite artists, Lee Williams. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so much to be thankful for. Yes, sir. Go to YouTube, pull that song up if you ain't heard it. Just listen to it. Mm -hmm. We got so much life. Look at our bodies. They may be hurting, but we still, as the as the seasoned saints would say, got a reasonable portion of health and strength. Yeah. yeah. Got our right minds. Mm -hmm. And when you can tell God thank you from a heart of gratitude, that's a show enough right mind. We just wanted to come on tonight and do this episode for such a time as this and remind people, even ourselves, that we got a whole lot sure. to be thankful for. It may not be going the way you wanted to go. You may have trouble on every side. You may be forcing foreclosure, repossession, just got a bad report from a doctor. Somebody may have gotten a report of cancer. Mm -hmm. I want you to take a look at this, this, this gentleman on here with me. He knows what it is to get a report of cancer. 
Yes, sir. You know what it is to fight the battle of cancer. But he's still here today. Still here. And if it's not your time, cancer's not going to do anything to you. So you can still be thankful and grateful in spite of the cancer. Mm -hmm. God's got a way that we don't always understand. God's got a way that sometimes doesn't seem fair. And when you go start talking about stuff that is not fair, uh, take a trip back over 2,000 years ago mm -hmm. to a place called Calvary. That's right. And there's an innocent man hanging in between two convicted thieves. And that innocent man hadn't done anything wrong. But he had to die because we had done and would do so much wrong. That's not fair. It's true. Again, regardless of how you have it, it could always be a whole lot worse. It's true. So wherever you find yourself in, in life, make sure you tell God thank you. And everything. The word says, there it is. In everything. Give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you from, from such a time as this. Reverend John Mason, Reverend G. Lewis Timber, we want to wish you and yours a happy Thanksgiving. Don't just wait till once a year. Make sure you express Thanksgiving to family, friends, and loved ones every day of the year. So until, and remember, next week we'll be moving to 7 o'clock on Thursdays. Next week we'll be moving our show, our podcast will take place on 7 o'clock on Thursday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, thank you for joining us. We pray you have a lovely holiday. We pray the best. Stay safe. Be blessed. Take care of yourself. Reverend Mason, if you will, take us out in prayer, sir. All right. Father, we thank you for another podcast. We thank you, Father, for spoken word we pray and hope that someone has been blessed Lord, and someone has been encouraged and inspired by your word tonight father hopefully we've triggered something that uh people will look at that god always has our best interests at heart and that we give you thanks in everything that comes our way because we know father that you you're for us father and you're not against us. And Lord, everything that you have for us is for our own good. Uh, sometimes we don't understand it. Sometimes we don't know why we have to go through it. But each and every one of us are different, Father. And you know exactly what it takes to get us where you want us to be. So, Father, we pray that everyone has a safe uh, Thanksgiving and when we're at the table, it's, it's, it's good to remind our loved ones of just how good God has been throughout the year. Uh, some people's circle have, would have been broken this year, Father. And, uh, they're going to have to experience a loved one that's not there. Uh, many of us have already experienced that. So, Father, help us to know that you're a type of God that you're omniscient, Father, and you know everything. 
And Father, let them know, give them the comfort, even in what might be happening uh, in their lives, Father, during this Thanksgiving season. Yes, Lord. Uh, give them the confidence, Father, that if they just trust in you, continue to thank you for what you have done. Let them know that everything is going to be all right. And Father, we thank you for this ministry. We ask and continue to pray, Lord, that it be a help to someone. Uh, we're just two obedient ministers, Father, that you have called to start this ministry. And Father, just help us to be a blessing to someone. As you speak through us, we'll speak to them. And we thank you again for what you're going to do. Yes, we Lord. haven't even all seen what you're going to do, Father. Thank but you, we, God. Thank we you. We believe it's done anyway. Thank you, God. Just because your word says it is. Thank you, God. Thank you for it right now. Thank you, God. We ask these things in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Reverend Mason, real quickly before we go off, it just hit me. And we mentioned it. But for some of you all, and you were just praying that are going to go through this season without your loved one. We're praying for you all. Yes. We individually know what it is to be without loved ones right now. It's true. During this holiday season. So Reverend Mason's praying for you. Reverend Tillman's praying for you. And we pray God's blessing for you. We pray that even though that loved one may be absent, be thankful for the time that you did get to share with them. True. Until next time, God bless you, God keep you. May heaven smile upon you. Effective today, tonight, make sure every day throughout the day, several times a day, make sure you tell God thank you. Be blessed.